ever like had a remote job before? No, I have not. Okay, but you've done remote school though. Yeah. So like, are do you feel like you're better working at home or better in a classroom? No, I don't like being in the comfort of somewhere where I could just relax. Dude. Cause it's just like I'm like, well, I'll just watch like something. I'll just like, you know, I'll just lay down for a minute and it's like I can't do that. I have to work. Absolutely. Three hours. I don't think I can work it, work remote. That's what I'm saying. Like three hours goes by so quick, man. Like when you're at the crib, you start BSing for just a second. You'll end up in a whole new rabbit hole of something like you did not intend to do. Man, what? I really I, and that's why, like, people are looking at me. They're like, you like going in the office, Kevin? What do you mean? I'm like, dude, I don't like going in the office. I just know I'm going to work if I go to the office. No, exactly. And it's that's like, like now. <laughs> dude, I'm sitting here, like, imagine this is what I'm doing right now. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. It's light to them, but it's just, I, that's why I'm cool with the little two days at home, three days in the office. I for think sure that's my sweet spot where like i know in the three days that i'm in the office i'm gonna get a ton of work done but it's like you also still have that time to be at home you know mm-hmm. the two you days have those breaks too yeah yeah some companies are going back a hundred percent into the um office and like before we get started like i was i've been talking to a lot of people lately and they're like dude i don't like this um nine to five life like they hate it like everyone our age I, I'm yet to meet someone who's like, I can be in the office nine to five every single day and I'll be cool. Yeah. Oh. You know, with a whole bit with like 50 year old white men in the office. That, that's oh, where I'm at right now, too. Like I was downtown. There's young people downtown, but they when they put me, they, they have this other office that they put me at for the most part. Pat, it's 22 black man. Next closest age is maybe 35. You know what I'm saying? And you're asking a young person to come into that environment and thrive. And it's just like, I don't even understand. You feel me? It's just such right. a turnoff. Cause it's like, no one there looks like, you No one there's in your age range. When I talk to them, they're like, yeah, I was in this Facebook group combo. I'm like, Facebook. I, we don't what happened know. to, what happened to IG nigga? Yeah. We you, some, you guys know <laughs> who is still on that. Stop it. That's crazy. I think our generation, though, will be the generation to change the nine to five, though. For, for sure. Because, I mean, now, now that you think about it, it wasn't work wasn't remote. Because my dad's worked remote in his entire life. Like, wow. since he's been, like, I think since he's been 30, 32. So this wow. was like, yeah, I know this was like 2000, 2000, like from 2002 yeah. to now, he's never worked in an office. Oh, your dad. So COVID came. Your dad was like, I don't know what the fuck y'all can play <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm saying but it's not like that for a lot of people like i know a couple of people that have remote jobs for sure but most people's parents got to go into the office or go out other way to uh-huh. go to work a real estate agent or you know something like that yeah so like you said it hasn't gotten heavy until our generation has started to grow up and fill these nine to five roles and then they realized maybe you know remote work isn't so bad so i think you're right for for sure. Yeah. I mean, my whole thing is this. I don't even believe like I when I was coming into this, I was like, are they going to have eight hours of work for me to do? You know, yeah. what I'm saying? like it really, because I'm in college, dude, you're busting out a five page paper in one hour when it's due at 1159. You know what I'm saying? So it, trying to tell a kid, yo, you're going to come here from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. or in some cases, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. And yeah, you're going to be working the whole time. It doesn't even really make sense in a way because like, sure, I'll be there working. But like, 
in my head, I'm like, if I wanted to bang this out in an hour, I could, but I'm just going to take my time. Cause what's the point? You know what I'm saying? So I feel like a lot of people in nine to five, we're just there trying to prolong what already might've took us an hour or two to do. If it was a college assignment, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was doing an hour. Yeah. So, you know what, you know, and I think like you brought a good point up with the remote. It's kind of the, the remote work kind of, kind of shortens that nine to five because it's like the people at home they're so like happy to be at home and be close to everything that they love mm-hmm. that like you said instead of prolonging it from nine to five they just bang it out in two hours yeah. and they got the whole rest of their fucking day they're already at home they don't have to sit in traffic they can go out to the park their yep. friends like yo we linking up at three we're about to mm-hmm. go get some lunch you trying to do it you trying to go and yep. it's like they got the whole rest of the day so it's, yeah and that's a real valid point because it's like if I showed you my calendar, you would see, okay, Kevin had a meeting this morning. Then he doesn't have another one till later today. And then in between that point, sure, it's implied that I'm working, but let's just say I finish all my work in an hour. If I'm at home, I might just make some breakfast. You know what I'm saying? Oh, let me make some lunch. Oh, let me turn on TV. Let me watch like an episode of this. You see what I'm saying? Because yeah. like I technically I'm doing everything I would have been supposed to do. But then if I'm at the office, it's, oh, okay. I finished this. All right. Let me, I guess, open the computer and try and do something else that really isn't due for another two weeks. Yeah. And just because I'm in the office and I need to look like I'm working. For sure. So uh, it's weird, bro. It's weird. But for those watching this, we have a very special episode. I'm going to say it's a special episode because truth be told, we never celebrated like a true year anniversary. Me and Patrick. Oh, yeah. Patrick and I. Patrick and Kevin. Kevin and Patrick, however you like to go. We've been podcasting now for a little over a year now. A little over a year because we started We started on April Fool's. We April. On April Fool's. <laughs> That's we funny. We started on April. That is something we would do. So now what? It's June. And man, I just remember even like finishing up last year. Wait, Patrick, has it? Has it been over like a year and a half, actually? So we we, we started 2021. Did we start? Right? We did. We did. We did. You're right. You're right. I had a girlfriend. See, I'm, I'm getting my timelines mixed up because I'm like, wait, <laughs> when did we start? I know, but I, for some reason, I was thinking that we started in 2020. Yeah, 2020 I get, we didn't start in 2020, but I, I think, oh, that's when we first brought up the idea. And actually, that's when we shot our pilot, mm-hmm. I want to say. Yeah, so probably then, like the very end. Yeah, and you guys will never see those because Jesus Christ, the conversations were controversial. We mean we were trying to find we were trying to find what type of voice we were gonna have. You know For what sure. I'm saying? But it's been a year. What's your what's been your favorite part, Pat? Uh the part of potting? Yeah, sure. Just anything relate in relation to it. Um probably just I mean it's it's probably just the main part, ha- being able to talk in front of other people. Like, I like our conversation so much. Like, we, like I said, we used to talk on the phone, like, every other day. Yeah. But now we don't even call each other anymore. We just talk uh-huh. on here. And, you know, people, we get to hear other people listen. And it's the feedback that we get from other people, too, is probably my other favorite part. I hear people talk about, oh, man, that episode was so funny. I like this part. I like yeah. that part. They're like, bro, that's what's up. Like, I, I would listen to our pods, and I do sometimes, but I just don't like hearing me. I just don't like hearing me. So no. that's the only reason I don't listen as much as I should. 
So that I forgot about that shit. <laughs> no facts. I'm about the same. I, I've always loved, you know, the compliments. Like if someone says, yo, I listen, I fuck with it. Or even just a comment. Like when someone comments on something and says, yo, I was crying. Like this made me laugh. But then yeah. like you said, I think editing made me have to kind of listen to us. So I did over time, because in the beginning, I was just like you. I didn't really want to hear it afterwards. Like, I remember my girlfriend tried to play it. I was like, bro, turn that off. Like, <laughs> ew. I don't want to see myself speaking, you know what I'm saying? Say whatever yeah. I'm saying. But over time, though, I think I got really used to our voices and just really used to the fact that, like, yeah, this is what we do. Like, we, we podcast. And it's something that actually now, looking back at it, I'm really proud of now. Like, I'm very sure. proud to say, yeah, I, me and my friend, we have a podcast we've been going for over a year. You know what I'm saying? Because I think that's not something that a lot of people can say with something that they've started. Like, it's still going. So that's what I've loved. And then lastly, I love all this, the little skills me and you have learned. Like, especially because we mean you have different type of backgrounds. And like, it's funny, we're close friends, but we're like different people at the same time. For sure. You've always been more like aesthetic and artsy than me. I've always been like more raw in a way. And so like, even things like designing our Instagram, like, you know what I'm saying? From where it was to where it kind of is in the direction it's going now. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Helped me a lot, especially like and realize things maybe need to be cleaner. And so like it's we've, we've both learned, I think, different skills, whether it be editing or marketing or how we're going to put something out. And it's something that I think is like applicable to a lot of stuff we're going to do in the future. So. Hell yeah. And to bounce back on what you said, like when you were talking about you just being raw, I wouldn't even say it as raw. I would just say it's like, we're about to do this. So we're about to just get this done right now. And then we'll get this done here. You've been the one that's kind of been setting the tone when it comes to dates and like when we're going to pod, when we're going to release, what's going to happen. So it's like, I have the clean artistic view for sure, but you have that. All right. But this one is going to get done. So that's where like you know, <laughs> it, it balances out so but no yeah i've, I've appreciated this whole process Absolutely. but like you said man we got something we got something good for y'all today yes yeah, so we have a q a we did one in the beginning we we put out i think half of the first one we ever did i think we kept the other half yeah we never put out the second half yeah i don't remember if it was because it got messy i don't i don't remember what happened i it it honestly may have just been too i don't know in both of them may have been too long but this one, I, I cut it off at a certain amount of time. And there's there's some actually interesting questions. And there's prevalent questions that are happening right now. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a good one. I have one. I have one just that came up. I was just talking to somebody. They were talking about a boy's trip. They asked me, Kevin, how do you feel at 22 about a bunch of dudes going on a trip? And I'm going to keep it at being Patrick. I you want to you want to you want to you want to start that one as the first one? Yeah, I was, yeah, I was gonna throw that in there. Let's do that one. Hey, I'm not gonna lie. A bunch of you know, we went to PCB as kids, you know what I'm saying? Like four or five guys deep. That's cool in high school. I don't sure. think I'm doing that as a 22 year old no more. Just because yeah. that's kind of like fruity, bro. Like a bunch I, of dudes, one B and B, one one bathroom, bro. I think I think if it's like because it gets twisted. I think sometimes if it's like, bro, like we're about to go get fucked up. Like we're about to go, like we're about to go to the bars and like, yeah. we're about to do this and go, go get bitches. And it's like, bro, all this shit that you're saying, bro, all this shit you're talking, 
you know, it, it's, it's cap, but it's also, you could do this in the comfort of your own home. So it's like, unless you're going somewhere that's actually like different from where you are, like maybe a beach or you're like, but we're about to have a lot of fun. Like, and we're about to bring, you know, like we're about to do a whole bunch of shit, like a whole bunch of shit that we've always wanted to do. I don't see a problem with it, but it's like, like you said, if it's just like a whole bunch of shit, just y'all could do back at the crib. What are you doing? Yeah, bro. (laughs) Especially I was telling the person I was talking to, like, I hate dudes who be like, where the hoes at? And they want to go on a trip for the hoes. And we go to the trip and they're the same dudes still saying where the hoes at. And now we're in Florida. I will kill you, bro. (laughs) (laughs) What are you talking about, bro? That you said that in Atlanta. What are you talking about, bro? No, it's and it's the craziest part because it's like the hoes where you're at are straight, like they're cool. But you think you're gonna go to another place where the hoes are even more bad, Nothing's and you think changed. you're gonna go crazy. Nothing's changed. Nigga, you're the same dude in Atlanta as you are in Miami, bro. And the difference is between in this city, no one knows you. Yeah, no one knows who you are. Worse because now they don't know you. Right. <laughs> And then also, I'm just not trying to do the BNB with the one shower. Tell about some, bro, I got next shower. Oh, nah. Five of us, bro. And now the water's cold and we're doing head to toe in the bed. You know what I'm saying? On the boys' joint. I, I think I think maybe when I'm rich, I think if we're up, I'll do it. You know what I'm saying? I'll do it. And, and I, I, told, I told that person, I was like, I always do a pull up. You feel me? Like, oh, you, you're there and I'm pulling up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm in Ohio, Patrick pulled up. You feel me? Yeah. Like, yo, I'm in the Philippines. You passing through Asia. Pull up for a couple of days. Like, I'm cool with that. But the full on, we got six guys on the plane, bro, on a sausage fest headed to Cali, bro. <laughs> yeah, I think at this at, at a certain age, it's like, all right, I'm either going to want to bring my my girlfriend, my girlfriend, Man. my, my uh, a friend that's a girl, yeah. or my wife. I think that's really it. And unless it's like, I think Max, I think Max is three. I think I would link three of my niggas and we would go on a nice trip. That's the but like you said, I'm not doing six, seven, eight. At all, bro. On the small B&B with the one bathroom. Oh, no, no, no. That's the thing. Especially at this age. I think now we would have to have like, if there's six of us, we got to have at least four bathrooms. There's at least going to be four bathrooms. That, and if there's six of us, bro, I don't want to talk to all that. I'm not hanging out with every single one of you guys every day. That's the main reason I'm not doing the big boys trip anymore. I'll do the, like, like you said, max three. Cause it's like, we know what we're going to do or whatever. And like, we're cool to do the same thing. And if people want to do their own thing, that's cool. But I hate the, there's six of us and we have to all do the same thing. Oh, nah. Yeah. Stop. What do you mean I have to go? No, nigga. I'm also yeah. on vacation. <laughs> I'm not going, bro. Stop. Yeah. Nah. No, nah, I'd probably be like my dad though. They do like this golf trip, which is cool as fuck because it's like they're golfing. They're going somewhere other places to like do they it. Know what they get into, right? An actual activity because they're getting away from the fam too, and it's like a break from work. Everything they're doing, Absolutely. and they're doing something that they love. But it's like my dad ain't just going on a trip just to go fucking have fun. And niggas uh, going to do shit that he wants to dad, do. And I don't think your dad is sleeping head to toe with any of the men. I don't think Nigga. Yeah. niggas niggas got like a fucking if they got six niggas they got a seven bedroom airbnb yeah. and fucking eight bathrooms bro yeah, i don't niggas. think that is sleeping on the floor of the couch like <laughs> niggas all got their own room with two beds in each of them absolutely absolutely but anyways uh-huh. go ahead patty ask away let's let's hear it to bounce off that to bounce off that question though um the first question of the q a is what's your dream vacation 
I, I'm keeping it a bean, bro. Beaches are getting boring. Um, we gotta stop. Everyone gotta stop posting the sand that's stuck in my socks and it's in my clothes and now it's in my hair. We we gotta stop that. I would say dream vacation, bro. Loki like Japan or something like that. Like like um like Tokyo, yeah, that'd be that'd be tight. A nice city. There's stuff to do, so I don't even have to Google the shit because I just walk outside. There's stuff to do. It's yeah for me. Different culture, different language, experience, and things. Yeah, let's go Tokyo. How about you, man? That's that's a good one. Um, I don't know. I, I if I had to pick one place to go to, because that's hard as hell. I'd probably want to go. I don't think I could pick a specific city, but it would either be down to like a real nice cabin in the mountains Ooh. with like snow, like somewhere real cold. Okay. Or, uh, or probably uh, like a go snowboarding. Yeah, I would. Okay. And you would do the skiing too, the all the the all the snow stuff. For sure. I would I would I would uh ride the 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 snow buggies. Um <laughs> I would I would do that. Or yeah, I'd probably do that or like a lake vacation, bro. Okay, that's like somewhere cool. nice, but it had to be outside the country. So I'm thinking somewhere like, like Switzerland or. Uh, um, now you're talking. That's yeah, Sweden. Like you go yes. somewhere like that. Yeah, that's that's smooth. Okay. Oh yeah. I would say so, no homo. Another. I saw a dude post. Um, he posted Drake flew him out to hang out one time. I think his name is like Anthony Hamilton or Alex Hamilton, something like that yeah drake flew him out i think he does like photography drake flew him out to do like some videos of him like playing basketball bro like we're talking about vacation imagine if drake flew you out bro and handed you the keys to the lambo to come link in the city bro that was a little bit different i had never seen nothing like that i was like they handed that man the keys to the lambo that was just chilling at at the what they call drake's house the what the the embassy oh i know what you're talking about you're talking about the one that one nigga that be yeah. that, that kind of hoops a little bit, and then he was talking about all the shiz yeah. in, in Drake's house, and they yeah. all drove a different car to the yeah. Function. They they five star hotel the day he got there. Tesla picks him up. He pulls up. They do what they got to do, and now yo, we about to go link for dinner. Here's the Lambo, bro. That's different. That's that's better than a vacation. I'm sorry. That's no oh god, because it's like, and the and the shit like that's so that's so, that's some really crazy shit to think about. Bro. You got probably maybe in that video, I think there was like 12 niggas. So it's like, yeah, each nigga's driving their own car. Yeah, different. it's like Drake is on some different shit. And niggas not just driving, to- they're driving like one of one cars, like design, like a design Lambo, like designed no. specifically for Drake. That's a little bit different. <laughs> no, like, like niggas don't even want to drive like 20 miles down the road because gas is so high. And these Man. niggas got their own whip, like they fucking in GTA. That's yeah. kind of hard, though. Definitely, definitely. That joint was tough. Anyways. And I know Toronto's a nice city, too. So, I mean, oh, I would I, even want to go to Toronto. That would be, be kind of cool. Beautiful. I mess with Toronto. Happy. Um, all right. So, the next question we got is, how do you feel? Oh, you're going to like this one. How do you feel about people gaining their personality from social media? Bruh. I will fight you, bro. Stop. <laughs> like, here's my thing. I, and I know everyone either knows this, either you, you've, this has happened to you or you're that person, right? When you're speaking to someone and you feel like they are reading off Twitter quotes, like when you're speaking to someone and like everything that they say sounds like something you definitely have read on social media, like in the last couple months. 
my whole thing, and I get it, especially because it's tough. Like people my sister's age, 10 years old, had iPhones, you know, brand new. So when you're developing as a young person, like you, you know, you're seeing how people act in the real world. But the truth is, nigga, none of that shit is the real world, bro. All of that is very manufactured to get views, likes, et cetera. So like if your personality is based off that or like you're asking questions, are you a Pisces? Because Pisces do this. That's what I saw on Justin LaBoy. Like, bruh, you know what I'm saying? Take pride in being yourself, guys. That's that's all I can say on that. That's ridiculous. Go ahead, Pat. No, yeah, I got to I got to I got to put my um, I got to put my basis of my answer. What you said, like put pride in being yourself. I think, well, I will say some, some people, like you said, like in a certain age group, I feel like they're at fault, but they're also not at fault at the same time. Cause all they ever known was social media and being attached to a phone and being able to see what their friends are thinking every moment and what their celebrities are thinking every moment. When we were growing up the first half of our childhood, we, we had to knock on niggas doors to, you know, see we're on see what niggas wanted to do like we didn't really have those phones like we had house phones for sure so we were we weren't like but you couldn't call it every day oh my god you get in trouble what you know what i'm saying put the phone down (laughs) hey like man you know Mm -hmm. but it's like so like we had the second half for sure where we were able to see you know all the people on social media and all these personality trends when social Mm -hmm. media was coming up so i will say some of these younger kids aren't at fault but like you said, I feel like you should just take pride in being yourself. Sometimes you just got to put the phone down, try to find yourself, try to find out who you really are, the things you like, what you don't like. And even like certain things that you see, you might be doing those things and you know they're wrong, but at least you acknowledge that they're wrong. One day, you know, once you eventually come into yourself, you'll realize, all right, I need to stop this. I need to start doing this. Um, but yeah, that's for the younger people. For the older people, bro, I have no, like, I have no fucking Yeah, y'all have no excuse. If you're our age, bro, and older, you have no excuse. There's no reason for you to be acting like that. You're not being Y'all, Weird as fuck, bro. Like, I, like one, one, one thing that I really hate that I be seeing all over the internet, and I be hearing people say this shit all the time, bro. I hate when people, I hate when people call themselves extroverted introverts or introverts. Bruh, like, like bro, inventing new science, like... You sound goofy as hell. You like it's so clear, bro. Oh my god, people! It, I've had real conversations with people, literally, where they've told me I'm an extroverted introvert, and I'm like, that does not exist. It doesn't. It doesn't exist. Everyone's an extroverted introvert and an introverted extrovert. Yeah, and then they're Everyone like, is. yes, yes, it does because I'm like this during when I'm around these people, and like I'm like, no, yeah, nigga, you're friendly amongst your friends, dumbass. Like, that's how that works, bro. You go home and you're comfortable. You're by yourself and you're comfortable. And so you act like an introvert. I mean, extrovert, my bad. And then when you get around strangers, then I get nervous. Yeah, because you're, that's exactly. You have social anxiety. (laughs) It's like you might have social anxiety. You're an actual introvert, bro. An extrovert is a person who's exuberant amongst all conditions. An introvert is someone whenever maybe there's some pressure or there's some angst they tend to become more reserved and there's here's the thing there's nothing wrong with either one. Oh no not at all nothing at yeah, all sure. so i don't even know why people are trying to like claim both but yeah pat jesus christ and, and and i love what you said you need to find yourself this is something that our generation is losing for sure because 
through social media, you will begin to build a perception of who you should be. I should be famous. I should have money. I should dress like this. But only through your own conversations with yourself will you begin to realize who you actually are. I, I do dress like this because it's who I am. I don't get haircuts because, dude, this is just who I am. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And it's not a slight to the guy who does anything different. We're just all different people. So just be who you are. You feel me? So there you go. Yeah, I, I could go on about this for, for a minute. And we could tear y'all up, but we're not even going to do that. Jesus. Christ. All right. Next question. If you're building a team right now, who are you choosing? It, Draymond it, Green or Jordan Poole? What? Oh, you know what, though? I see where someone is, is coming with this question. I'm going to answer this question the way I feel like this person would actually argue it. Because if you're asking about today, it's Jordan Poole, no question. Right now. That's ridiculous. No, I'm going to say in their primes. Like, if you were thinking, okay, you just drafted these two guys, that's when it gets a little bit tricky. Because Draymond Green brings what you would want your organization to look like. Tough, right? Mentally and physically, right? A guy who's unselfish, right? So you can surround Draymond Green with shooters and scorers. He can make them better some way, somehow. He, I think he's kind of the reason why Steph and Clay are the best one and two shooters of all time. Because if they didn't have Draymond Green, Steph would actually have to play point guard all the time. You know what I'm saying? Jordan Poole, on the other hand, you have this exciting young score. He's going to pack out your gym. Like if you're an owner, you want him for your first five years because straight up, the tickets are going to get sold, bro. I want to watch that youngin that's going to come in here and light it up. He's about to tweak. That being said, Jordan Poole has been in the league, what, three, three years, four years? Three, yeah, three or four. Three or four. If, if you were to ask me, I cannot tell you that Jordan Poole is headed on the track to be a Hall of Famer. I, I don't know. He's going to win this chip, but this is Steph Curry's championship, not his. You know what I'm saying? Draymond Green, I can tell you, if you put him in a couple different eras, he probably was going to be a Hall of Famer in almost each of those eras, regardless of whether he played with Steph or Clay, because he's that type of defender. He's that type of energy. And if you go look up the dudes who are in the Hall of Fame, some of them just aren't good. So that's if you ask me who I'm starting an organization with today in their prime is Draymond Green. If you ask me who I'm starting one today, given who they are today, it's Jordan Poole. For sure. My okay. My, my answer is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, honestly, I'm going to say at their best that they've been since Jordan Poole has been in the league and the best that Draymond has been in the league. And right now I'm picking pull both scenarios, but here's why mm. I'm going to pick pull, pull both scenarios. Because I think as an owner, if I was an owner, I would rather have the scorer, the young player, the one that could come into, you know, something really great to attract other players rather than to have, like you said, that gritty all around player is going to get the rebounds. He's going to score, too. I mean, he could facilitate as well. Like Draymond in his prime is a very fucking good player. I just think it's more appealing for other superstars and other role players to be like. I want to play around this guy right here. This nigga can fucking score and I can just chill with everything that I'm doing. Now that's with that being said, that's, that's saying that um, Jordan's uh, Jordan's trajectory is going like this. You know what I'm saying? It is right now. All he's doing is getting better every season. So that's what I'm saying. If, if that happens, but if he even makes a slightest decline, I think I would have to pick Draymond at his peak, but 
right now, 100% no question, I'm picking Jordan Poole. Just because Draymond's so fucking old. And he's just really bad right now. Draymond's just not a good yeah, I'm glad. Player. I'm glad you're saying that he's bad right now. No, he's bad. And it's like, you know, there's a lot of people that we used to, like, we used to say Giannis was ass. He was never ass. You know, we used to say there's a lot of niggas that are really, that that we say are ass, but they're not ass. Draymond's yeah. actually He's like actually bad. He's actually really bad. When when I was saying Giannis was as dude, he was averaging 25 points a game. You, <laughs> you know, know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, and still 12 boards and six assists. That, and even Russ. Giannis, yeah, even Russ to a degree. Yeah, 20 points a game and a triple-double still. Draymond Green, when I say Russ wasn't, Russ wasn't being efficient. When Draymond Green's ass, it's like two points a game, four fouls, three assists, two rebounds. And then on top of that, bad inefficiency, like in a plus minus, his plus minus be having a dip in like 30s, like negative 30 at points. Bro. You know what's crazy, bro? His I'd be looking at his box score plus or minus. It actually be kind of like decent. It's still decent. It'll be like like that game where he had like I think he had two points and four fouls or something like that. I'm like three. I think it was like either minus three or five or something like that. Really? Only Something really dude, crazy. There are guys bro. who score 27 points and their plus minus might be negative 15. No, dude, I'd be looking at that chart. I'd be like, bro, this nigga dropped 30. He had no turnovers. Yeah. I, sometimes I'd be wondering what plus or minus is ba- based off of. It's weird because it's also on missed shots too. It's field goal percentage with and then like turnovers, missed shots. And yeah, it, it's, it is kind of weird how it's like portrayed. But anyways, next yeah. question. P. But yeah, um, to bounce off this is a basketball question. Mm-hmm. Do you think Tatum is overrated or Brown is underrated? Both. I think if you ask me who the best player on the Celtics is, bro, there are some days, man. I really want to – I haven't posted it yet, but I really want to go on a rant. Like, guys, Jalen Brown's the best player on the Celtics. He just don't get – they just don't treat him like he's Jason Tatum, so they don't give him the touches. But whenever they're down by nine or down by eight – or down by 10, who starts going off? Who starts tweaking? Damn. Who goes for 12 no. points, 15 points straight? It's Jalen Brown every time. Then, then they put the ball in Jason Tatum's hands and be like, please save us. And it's really debatable how he actually is in clutch moments. I don't really think he has that clutch gene necessarily, but he's super young. So at 24 years old, I'm not going to tell you whether you're clutch or not. I'm going to wait till you're 29 or 28. You know what I'm saying? But Jason Tatum, man. Ah, dude, I hate to say this because literally a couple weeks ago, I was like, yeah, he's a superstar. What are you talking about? Like, you beat Giannis in a game seven, but that's without Chris Middleton. You beat Jimmy Butler in a game seven, but you you beat Jimmy Butler? You know what I'm saying? Nigga played 48 minutes or like 46 (laughs) or some crazy shit. Yeah, you beat Jimmy Butler. Like, you beat – who'd they play in there for? Oh, you beat Kevin Durant. That was was impressive. Oh, for sure. But – you saw all the defensive rotations. You guys had Horford, Grant Williams, Jalen Brown, who is an elite defender. You guys rotated four guys on KD. So I can't even necessarily say it was you that killed the guy. I would say, man, and you have Marcus Smart. I would just say, dude, you, you have the number one defense in the league. 100%. So, so every time I try to think of Jason Tatum being this superstar because I wanted him to be one, I just kept thinking, well, mm, if you really look at it, bro, he has a gang of niggas with him. <laughs> They're doing a lot of the work, and he just so happens to play well during the right moment, right? But if you ask me about Michael Jordan, I would tell you, oh, yeah, Michael Jordan's never averaged less than 30 points per game in a finals game ever in his life. That's that's just how he is. Same thing, LeBron, 
once he became Bron Bron for real, he was averaging like 35 plus every single game. That's just LeBron. Jason Tatum, for some reason, in the finals, we have a 23-point game, a 25-point game. And someone will look at them and be like, yeah, they'll be like, Kevin, that's still good stats, but off of what shooting? Off of bad shooting. And then and then he has games when he plays against the Heat, when he plays against the Bucks, when he plays against the Warriors, where him and Jalen Brown will take one shot in the fourth quarter. No, that shit is really weird. And you know one thing that's crazy about that? They be turning the rock over like crazy. 18 turnovers a game. If Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are more like this than they are like this. Okay. That's for just, sure. They're more like this than they are like this. When they both play well, you see a one superstar. Both of them playing well together is equal to one superstar is equal to Giannis. So yeah, you can beat Giannis and Jimmy Butler, but then when you really think of it and you're like, okay, now you're going up against two for real this time, you're going against two superstars. Then that one superstar that they combine to be, they're like, what is it in Goku, bro? Those two guys. Who oh, yeah, go, yeah. 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 Uh, uh, kid trunks. And uh, mm-hmm. when you guys combine to be that one superstar, there's two over there at the Warriors. There's Steph and Clay. So that's that's where it's really at. And so the answer is whoever asked that question, bro, it's both. Jason Tatum is overrated and Jason Jalen Brown is underrated. They're more equals than they are like this. Oh, 100%. And I, I've said this on numerous occasions. I think I think Jalen Brown overall, at this point right now, I think he has a higher, higher, higher ceiling than Jason Tatum. Because it's like you don't look at Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum is an exceptional scorer, God gifted. But you don't look at Jason Tatum and be like, God damn, like this nigga can really just score at will anywhere on the floor, no matter who's guarding him. He's a very, like I said, a very exceptional scorer. But it's like there are defensive schemes that will stop him. And if there aren't, he might just have a bad night. You look at Luka like that. You look at fucking Giannis like that. There's a lot of niggas that you look like, bro. There's there's nothing you could do. Like Jokic, them niggas are going to score regardless, no matter what you fucking do. KD. But it's like you don't see that out of Jason Tatum, which is fine because this is, you know, like he said, he's so young. He's got time to grow into it you know what I'm saying? So it's like he's got time. But when I look at Jalen Brown, on the other hand, I just look at even though he does turn over the rock and he does. It seems like he does get nervous at times. I just look at a more seasoned, more intelligent and just a better basketball player overall, because it's also like Tatum be locking up for sure. But JB is actually a two way JB's real one. A real, a real two-way. So it's like, if I had to pick one person to put on my team right now, Brown. I'm going to pick Jalen Brown. Because like the answer, yeah. our answers for sure are the same. I think Tatum is a little bit overrated. And I think Jalen Brown is severely underrated. Absolutely. So it's yes to that. But on the contrary to what you were saying, I think they are both two superstars. I just think, like you said, their inconsistencies make it seem like they're not going to play like two superstars every game. So yeah. like you were saying, you, you you had a good point where it's like, you don't know what Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum you're getting that day. You might get a crazy Jason Tatum, but Jalen Brown's got eight turnovers. So mm-hmm. it's like they even out to be one superstar. And it's like, mm-hmm. you know, Jalen Brown, I mean, you know what I'm saying, the other way around. But it's like, nigga, if they're fucking Jalen Brown, 25, 10, and 5, Jason Tatum's got 30, yeah. 5, and 9, which is very liable. Both of them niggas can do that can every do that. night if they wanted to. Those are two superstars on your team. You got a Clay-Steph combo. Not as good as that, obviously. But you got something similar. I think think they got to do – they need to go watch Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen, like, tape. 
because those are two guys. Every time Michael Jordan wasn't in the league, Pippen either made it to the conference finals or made it to the finals. That's just how good Pippen was as an individual. But they had some of the most clear-cut roles. If Scottie Pippen got the rebound, he was running the break, period. If Scottie Pippen, if, if they were struggling to score, Scottie Pippen was getting on a low block, okay? Every, then in the ISO moments, the clutch moments, it's Michael Jordan's game, For okay? Sure. That's, that they knew what they were doing. If Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum played like that versus the shit that they do right now, which is take turns on the ISO, if they played like, okay, Jalen Brown's a better defender, so let's give him the fast breaks, which he does really well. Whenever they win, what does Jalen Brown do? He gets out in transition because that's his game. And he can ISO, but mm, let's get let's make sure Tatum has his blocks, right? He can get his couple block ISOs that he gets. You know what I'm saying? And then they just play throughout the motion of the game in the Florida offense. Dude, yeah, that's a team that can win three championships in their careers. For sure. You know what I'm saying? But if they don't do that and they keep doing the, the Kyrie KD stuff sometimes where it's like, oh, here you go. Oh, here you go. Oh, it's my turn. Oh, it's your turn. They, they'll never be. They'll never be NBA champions. No, really. I think I think with them, since they seem like they're pretty close, mm-hmm. um, even like the whole team, I think it's like I feel like they all should go. I think Marcus, Jalen and Jason Tatum should all go out on the game. And be like, I'm going to fucking kill. And, you know, sometimes maybe it doesn't work out like that. Maybe you're not going to drop 20. You know, maybe you're not going to drop 30. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, if you're not going to drop 30 and you drop 15, your counterpart is going to drop 35 and your other counterpart's going to drop 20. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, let them do it. And, you know, let whoever wants to do it, do it that day. Just defer accordingly, bro. Let the game come to you. They got too many players that can go to just not all want to kill at the same time. Cause for Mm -hmm. them could go for 20, almost every game. If they wanted to, bro, Al, Marcus, Jalen and Jason, they could, and then you got niggas that also could go for 15. Grant could go for 15 if he wanted to. Derek White yep. even could. So it's like you got those players, but based to go back off the on the Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. Yeah. I I think he's think they're overrated and underrated. Yeah. More equal. All right, um, next question. What is your favorite celebrity couple? This is so biased because I started dating the girl that I started dating. So ASAP and Rihanna, just because dark skin, light skin, action. My <laughs> girl's from the islands. You know what I'm saying? ASAP's this cool, smooth dude. You feel me? Rihanna's that cool, cool, smooth girl. So that's quote unquote who it would be. The one that I liked a lot, and it actually broke my heart. I fucking hate her now. Michael B. Jordan and Lori Harvey when they were dating. Are you fucked with that? That was my joint because it just looks so wholesome. You know what I'm saying? He's over at the crib with Steve Harvey playing pool. Lori yeah. Harvey twiddling with her fucking hair. Like, it looked right, bro. It looked right. And Lori Harvey, that's a huge celebrity crush of mine. Like, to me, I think I think she's the baddest. She's the baddest girl in the game, like, actually. Yeah, no, she, 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 she's very pretty, bro. Very, yeah, very. And, and then very. on top of that, like, I was watching this other podcast. Like, Maul was like, bro, she's the realest nigga in the game. And I was like, that's a fact. Like, you're not going to catch her on Instagram live trashing men. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to catch her in any crazy scandals, bro. If she breaks up with a guy, like, it's just a breakup at face value. Like, there's nothing ever, you know, you're not hearing about baby mama and baby daddy stuff with Lori Harvey, bro. It's just it's just what it is. And she doesn't, I'm not going to say, oh, she's a quiet woman. That's what I like. But I'm saying she just keeps it clean. Like, everything is just clean. Yeah, because, so, mm-hmm. no, 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 you, you go ahead. I was just saying, like, to be able to talk to future and come out of the other side of everything is clean. Like, that's, that's. 
come on, bro. You got to give credit where credit is due. For sure. And like, like you said, I think there's certain people that should know, all right, no matter what I do, I'm going to be in the public eye. So if I'm going to be in the public eye, mm-hmm. I might as well just be genuine and just be myself. You know, right. I might as well not try to put on a front or not put throw anyone under the bus for my faults or some of the mistakes that I made. Yeah. People are going to make mistakes. Shit's mm-hmm. going to be on TMZ. I'm fucking <laughs> eating a burger and I claim to be a vegetarian. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. a mistake. People are going to trash me for a week. Move on. So it's like she's had those mistakes, but she knows like I'm a, I'm a person at the end of the day and these people really aren't going to pay attention to it a Absolutely. week down the road. So Absolutely. that's 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 a good one for sure. I like those two. Mine, I would have to say, I would have to say Big Sean and Janae. I really like them. Oh, that's a solid one. I like them a that's lot, a, bro. But the main reason are, I like them uh-huh. is because they, weather, they weathered the storm, really. It's Absolutely. like, I feel like they were at it. Well, I don't know. Since I've been listening to Janae's music, like since she's like since she's first started, she's always seemed like someone that's been real spiritual and like someone that's always been like like focused on the right things that you're supposed to focus on. And it never seemed like she's in like the public eye too crazy. And mm-hmm. it's like Sean, you know, he started off his rap career, you know, talking about bitches and ass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know, you know, money and shit. And it's like, you know, he has that braggadocious rap for show, yeah. but the progression that he has throughout his entire career it's like they balance each other out so it's like when when big time was on that shit and janae wasn't but they were still together that shit caught up to him and it fucked him up and they fucked both of them up but then he realized i gotta stop this i gotta go do something else yeah it's like they went down did all that shit and now they're back together they're cool and absolutely it seems pretty it seemed pretty genuine and like i don't want to go too far deep because also, one, I'm not really into celebrity couples. I don't like that. I don't like uh, fantasizing sorry. about celebrities. That shit is kind of weird. And two, I don't know these niggas, so I'm only doing what is face value. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I, I, I really fuck with them, and I fuck with Big Sean Heavy. So yeah. that's why uh, I would them. say um, best, best one, two in terms of like actual couple making music, best albums ever. Oh my um, god, bro! Not even close. Twenty eighty eight. Twenty eighty eight. Oh my god, they need, they need to, they need to yeah. drop another, drop yeah. other shit, bro. Talk show. Mm-hmm. It washes any other like couple trying to make music together ever. Like me and my girlfriend Jay Z, it washes all that stuff, man. It's not close. It's a rip off of pop, like yeah, yeah, easy rip off. But just yeah, best couple to ever make music together for sure. Yeah, but um, yeah. what's what's what we got next? All right, the next question: What's your favorite hairstyle on men and women? Oh wow! I, I'm gonna have to say I'm gonna have to go by the races because what a you know what a black guy can wear a white guy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I love talking to white people. By the way, about their hair, they'll be like, "Yeah, man, I went and just got a three, and then a two, and then I walked out, got a finished up with a one, and yeah, I was out." I'm like, "What the fuck are you doing? You talking about a temp fade? Really? Like, <laughs> what do you mean you got a one and a two, and then finished up with a four? But I think favorite hairstyles for black people. I'm not gonna lie natural just natural just whatever you got bro just wear it and i'm not against the line you know what i'm saying get your little line wherever whatever you want to do you know what i'm saying for women you know put the part put the gel whatever you want to do but like your natural hair is your best hair hands down always because that's just what you got bro yeah. and then weaves them weaves be getting stinky y'all don't want to talk about that the weaves be getting stinky for black people i love braids so like i'm about to go get some braids this week. i'm about to go get some cornrows you know, yeah. I love when girls get their braids and with the extensions. I think all those are hard. I love the locks, the dress, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Uh, for white people, I like when white people do the little slick back joint. 
No, yeah, you know, like like Leo. <laughs> white people do they slick back? That's that's a tough one. Um, for white women, <sighs> I know, like it just feels like it's gonna sound controversial, like, but like when white women do like the, I like when white women, I guess, do like playful hairstyles because you know white people have different. <laughs> Like white women have different, like white people just have different hair textures. So you know, yeah. when they get in, they do like like a double pigtail action with some yeah. or like the bangs and stuff. Like it's like, oh, okay, cool. Like you're you're trying today. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're trying to look good. It's a cute stuff. Um, then I'm not going to get into every single literal race. I think the Asian women have that cool shit with the chopsticks in their hair. That sounds so racist, but <laughs> I know you're talking. Bro, that I sounds so crazy. In movies, bro, really. But um, yeah, that's about all I got, man. How about you? That shit is funny. When you were talking about um, white women, it's sad. When I was like the first <laughs> hair, I was like, shit, straight. I mean, it, yeah, it's- like, like, but that's their hair. Like, I'm not about to say straight, and that's their hair. Like, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, like, so, like, okay, black black men. I will say I felt I felt we're cornrows heavy. Like Rose when I see a rapper with cornrows, hard. I just feel like they're in a different league. Like when it's like <laughs> like Nipsey with cornrows, oh Dave East. Like a lot of niggas be wearing cornrows that be rappers. I'm just like, bro, y'all niggas, that shit's hard. But um, I would probably say cornrows or um, or like you said, just natural. Like I like like the weekend's hair. I fuck with his hair a lot. Like I fuck yeah. with when he had the afro. Like I fuck with afros. Mm-hmm. Um, I fuck with Hove shit like his his locks like they're yeah. like natural locks like he ain't even twist them for real. You know what I'm saying it's cool. So it's like I fuck with I fuck with that. Um, and I'd say for black women, man, I, I'm not gonna say natural because that's what you said, but that's probably what would be one of my favorites. But my favorite specific hairstyle, man, when 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 the black women can can rock those box braids, bro, this yeah. is they're really undefeated, bro. Uh, Especially when the, the extensions, like I understand why people hate on weaves and some extensions because they say it's not natural hair, right. but I really don't give a fuck. Like some, like once you, if you can rock the, your your extensions, I don't care how long that shit is. That yeah. shit looks sexy. You know what I'm saying? That that shit looks good. Box braids is is hard for sure. My girl just got some. Love them joints. But no, yeah, when 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 black women can rock them, that's very beautiful. Looks very elegant on them. Um white men i'd be liking the um you know how uh you know how like johnny depp back in the day used to have like that little like yeah, you know yeah you know what i'm saying you know the little thing that's coming down their eye yeah. and they got the you know the little messy look that shit's kind of hard like leo used to have that shit back in the day facts, facts. Um, they know what they're doing when they do that one no for real they know what bag they're getting into or or when white people just go bald I like it. like when white people go bald, they just look clean like Bezos. Because they accept it, they accept it. They don't fight it. They don't do a lot to try and fight the baldness. They just this is me. So yeah, no, yeah, most definitely, I would say. But nah, some white people would be 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 holding that shit. They got the whole head of hair right here. Boom, Cold that's set, craziness. Cold like, I'm not gonna lie. White people are they take so much pride in their shit that like, it kind of looks normal. Yeah, like, for sure. Yeah. The big bald spot, or like, yeah, or I got the joint that's just the round. Jefferson. Yeah, the Jefferson. <laughs> like they know what they doing, bro. Nigga, stop. Um, and then I'd say for white women, I'd be liking the bangs. Bangs on white women look really it go. good. It can go for sure. Yeah, it can go. Um, so yeah, 
I think that's what I would have to pick. All right. Uh, next question. This one's a quick one for me. Do you like Lululemon? No, I hate that shit. We Overpriced shit you can buy somewhere it's else. Bad. Lululemon actually makes ass look worse, in my opinion. You like, think so? I mean, I think it. I, I think it. I think it looks straight. Like I think, but I just I don't hate like it. how tight Lululemon be doing to girl. Like it be so tight. Like like they legit wearing like Nike compression. Like you know what I'm saying? I just don't like the. It, I feel like it distorts the figure of stuff that women wear i'm not a big fan of the Lulu. yeah i'm not fucking with it either it's just it's it's so very overrated yeah. um all right next these are the last couple questions um <laughs> someone someone just asked uh i guess what are your thoughts on little uzi is it says little uzi i'm i'm actually glad they brought that up dude I, I don't know what the fuck he's up to right now but he needs to come back like and come back well Cause them last two projects, whatever you want to think, baby Pluto or whatever fuck you want to say about them. When they first came out, I remember like 2020 when one of them joints had come out and we thought it was hot for like two seconds, but that was like two seconds. <laughs> so, you feel me? Ooh, Lil Uzi, man. I will always be a fan. Cause I think he kind of transcends music in a way, you know, his personality and stuff. Whenever you see an interview of him, like he's a, seems like a really cool guy. That being said, you know, the sad reality is a lot of these rappers become rich and it's kind of hard to be that same creative, bro. It's just the truth. So for sure. That's what I'm I a, Uzi. That's 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 hard. This question is kind of hard because I used to be a real big Uzi stand, but now as you're growing up, like changing my taste. I I listen to Uzi a lot, but I don't think I'd be excited for an Uzi project anymore. Like you said, just because the last two were like they didn't last long, they didn't really have longevity. They were cool when they first dropped, decent and they're just i don't know i think i think i'm I'm past it i'm past like really enjoying and mm-hmm. and wanting to hear a little uzi tape but yeah. like besides music he seems like he should be living his life bro he seems like he should be doing whatever the fuck he wants and one thing about uzi i really i really uh commend him for unlike a lot of other rappers that get the opportunities to get these endorsements and like mm-hmm. you know be on commercials get these ads Uzi's like a multi like millionaire probably I think he's now he's worth like 20 mil something like that yeah basically like solely off the strength of his music which is really crazy it's like he did nothing for that he didn't do I mean not nothing for that he didn't have those opportunities he put us he put himself in that situation but that's who he wanted to be the person that he wanted to be was not a marketable person but he got off the strength of his music and that nigga be fucking around bro that nigga got hella cars that nigga yeah. really be dressing. He really be dressing, bro. He's one of the only niggas that I, I think that can dress without a stylist. And for as short as he can be, bro, that nigga's, yeah. I, I fuck with him outside of music. And his music now, I love going back to his old shit. Um, and it's, it'll be interesting to see what he drops next. But I'm not going to say I'm like super excited. Yeah, and to cap off that, I will say this. Everyone has to acknowledge every time he drops, though, he's one of the top selling artists in hands down. Oh, my he gosh, yeah. Himself. Puts up like J. He puts up J. Cole and pretty much kind of Drake numbers, man. Like on the for those first week releases, bro. He he does insane numbers, bro. So yeah, that's that's Uzi for sure. And uh, the last one, <laughs> I don't even think I told you this yet. Um, you know how chasing them be going? They be you know how they're like the boulders? They be rapping and shit. Like yeah. how do they ever showed you their songs? Mm-hmm. I went, I I'd say I went about four last month. It started last month 
and I decided to hop in the booth. Like I, I decided to start rapping. And that so since, since since last month, I've made like I have four verses so far. So right. Chase he had asked me, he had asked me um how the process of making music like in the booth actually was. Um it's actually really fun, bro. Cause you know, like I know you've been rapping too. Mm-hmm. It's I will say this real crazy. I'm decent. Like I'm actually probably less than average, but like that's one thing that I'm actually like not that good at that I actually just really fucking enjoy doing. Like when oh, nigga says, bro, we're about to go to the studio, like you trying to come. I'm I'm geeked up, nigga. I'm happy as hell. I'm listening to rappers that I fuck with. I'm like, all right, bro, how can I switch my cadence up? Facts. Facts. Bro, I, just, I, I love music so much to the point where it's like this. I'll, I'll always pod even if we never make money. Mm-hmm. And rapping is just something really fun to do. I don't think I'll ever really tell people music. Facts. You know what I'm saying? But it's yeah. like it's fun as hell. The process is cool. You get to see what your other your your favorite rappers or your favorite musicians go through when they're in the booth. So it's like it's kind of cool to to get that experience. So I fuck for with sure. it. It's, it's fun as hell. For sure. Um, I'm not what about you though? Since, since, you, since you're a rapper, you go ahead. For me, bro, I'm not gonna lie. I had to realize something about myself. I told people the other day, like, dude, I retired from basketball. They're like, what do you mean? Like, why? I realized about myself, I'm so competitive in a way that like when I do start something, I want to be great at it and it can almost get toxic for me because I'm going to end up spending hours on hours on hours on hours. So like I wanted to come out with the EP this summer. I had a concept for it that I felt like was going to be really fucking dope. That being said, when the pieces didn't align the, the way that they want, they I wanted them to, I said, dude, I, I have to push this back. I can't do it right now. Because I'm not about to release the sorry ass project. That's just not me. You know what I'm saying? I I was talking to my boy the other day. He was like, bro, why don't you do YouTube vlogs? I was like, I was going to. I contacted certain people about it. And as soon as I saw that the places, the pieces couldn't really quite fall in place, I had to just kind of like take a step back because I don't want it to be half-assed whenever I do something. Same thing with basketball. I'm like, damn, well, you know, everyone has hoop dreams, but like, bro, if you're not going to make it to the league anytime soon, you feel me? Or if your goal is not to make it to the league, bro, you are kind of spending hours on something that, hey, maybe you could be spending elsewhere. And so then for me, what ends up happening, it takes the love out of it for me. I love music, but when it comes to making music, I'm really competitive. And if it's not coming out the way I want it to sound, it's going to hurt me like emotionally on some weird shit. So I think that's kind of the route I've taken with a lot of things, which is why lately I've just been focusing on the couple of things that I can do well, that I like the way it comes out. So like I can podcast now, cause I, I think me and Patrick have a really good chemistry where podcasting will for the most part, almost always come out pretty well. You know what I'm saying? It'll never be lackluster quality. I'm doing my job. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna continue doing my job and my professional career. Cause I think I can make things out of it. And then like other little things that I'm doing, but for now, with music, I loved being in the booth when the first time I ever got in. I loved my first verse. I loved all those things. And then because I loved those things, I was like, man, let me see if I can make it good. So I'm glad that you love it, bro. And honestly, you should just keep it like that to where it's fun. Because once you insert that competitiveness into music, it'll turn music more so into like a job rather than your hobby. You yeah, know? I've had to... <clears throat> I've had to realize that with, um, well, I always keep that in the back of my head with like this close shit. I've always wondered like, what if I would have just kept this as like something that I could just do for fun? 
instead of like having to maintain this and obligated and make it grow. So it's at that point right now, but I think it'll fade. So, I mean, I mean, I love this shit. So it's regardless, but I've always been, I would say I've always been resilient. Like I'm like, all right, I'm not going to stop until like, like I'm at the point where I want to be with this, but I've never had that gene. Like, cause my, like my dad has that same gene as you. Cause I, I mean, I've grown up and watched you do shit and everything you really touched is just eventually has turned to gold, bro. Cause it's like, it's like, you may not have been tough at it all. You may actually not even been good any in any realm at it, but eventually you were going to get good at it regardless. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, when I start something, sometimes if it's like, you know, I, I think this is a waste of time. I'm going to just stop this and do something else. I've never been like, like all right, bro. That's, that's the smart thing to do. It's smart, but it's also like, there's, it's, I think it's just two different sides of the coin. I think mm-hmm. I've always wanted to feel that, like, like, like how you feel about that. I'm like, man, just knowing that shit is like, I got to be great at this. I got to be. And I've always known, like, I'm going to be great, mm-hmm. but I kind of just let it come to me. And I, I like having fun. You know, I, I work hard, but I like to have fun, too. Yeah. So it's like I've never just been it's just not in me to be the type that's just like I got to be the best at this because yeah. I don't know. I guess, like you said, it's just two different flips of the coin. But I always commend people who always do that because it's like I've always wanted to be that. But I've realized that's not who I am. I'm a, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm 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 this is this is how I am. So I'm going to operate on this scale, you know, right. You're right, though. It is a flip of the coin, literally, because I think it's a blessing and curse either way you look at it, because the same way, because like for me, when you have that type of like gene where you're just naturally competitive in nature, I remember Kobe Bryant, the best thing like I ever heard him say, he said MJ wanted to beat people at everything. That was his disease. Kobe was like, I just wanted to beat you at this. And so when you have that competitive gene, yeah, dude, you need to the, the best skill you'll ever develop is learning when to apply it and when not to. Because yep. if you apply it to everything, you're going to just end up being this wide, you know what I'm saying, type of sword that's not really sharp at the point. Versus like you, you know what I'm saying, you want to be, you You would say you want to be competitive in that thing. But I think the best thing for you is that you are able to make the decision of, okay, I should stop this and just go move on to something else. You know what I'm saying? And then at the same time, like, if it's something, if you're being competitive in the thing you love, that's probably all that really matters. For sure. You know what I'm saying? The thing that, because if you can find the thing that you really like to do or the couple of things that you really like to do and be really competitive in those, even as they start to, you feel me, get tough and stuff like that, you'll, you'll persevere naturally because you like to do these things. For sure. Like I love music, but I know, okay, I don't think I'm trying to be the greatest artist of all time. That's not Kevin's. That's not in my, you know what I'm saying? Right. (laughs) I, I appreciate music for what it brings, but I don't think I need to spend 40 hours a week trying to develop artist crafts i think i just want to be a really good pianist you know at some point in time and then you know just play music for fun like you said like some things you just need to reserve them just fun i want music to be fun for me yeah i want it to be that um you know no i definitely feel that like and and that that piano shit i've always wanted to get into piano my grandma's um my grandma started teaching me but i just didn't keep it going but i hopefully one day i'm gonna get like I'm gonna get a piano in my house and I'm gonna fuck around on it and I'll learn a couple songs. So yes, we'll yes, see. Sir. I'll probably pick it up later, but yes, sir. But hey, it was a good QA. I appreciate everybody listening, man. Happy one year post late one year anniversary. For sure. To the someday podcast on the KP network. 
all the support, man. We couldn't do this without all you guys listening right now. So we appreciate you guys. Thank y'all for coming in, asking these questions. And like Kev said, happy, happy one belated one year. All right, we'll see y'all.